0: man, it is such an honor to be able to meet people in the community who are giving back in so many ways. And so today it is my honor to be in the studio with my friends and colleagues, Chad and Angela Mhoff, who do so much in our community, CR our leaders, uh, marriage enrichment Expert, Experienados, Expert, whatever. Yeah, that feels like a Michael Scott slur <laughs> slip right there. But it's just really good. And during this time, I've just appreciated hearing their voice on so walking with couples, walking with individuals through times of suffering. So I just want to interview them. What is their heart for being a catalyst in the community and being willing to help people? This, this is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. So I ain't scared of the marriage thing.
1: Had to say it twice on the mind welcome to the a more excellent way podcast with dr james and nicola hawkins
0: here we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with god and each other in a a more more excellent way
2: way.
0: well yeah once again we're back (laughs) great and i'm just so glad once again i just appreciate having your expertise and who you are in the community So Chad and Angela, you're a married couple. You've got your own kids. You both have jobs that you do. What is it that just motivates you and keep you so plugged in into giving into couples and individuals in the community?
2: You know, James, I think uh, for Angela and I, and I'll speak for myself first, but we have uh, experienced hardship and we've been through hard times and have felt the desperation of being on our own. And, and, and kind of failing, messing up in life. And so, yeah, being able to show up for people and love on people in a way that's tangible and real, um, is something that really does, it gets us out of bed. Mm. I don't, there was a long time where I was kind of seeking and chasing other things to kind of fulfill me, to make me happier, to fill that void inside me. And so being able to say, Hey, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go help some people that, that makes me, uh, it gets me going. It excites me. So I don't know if I would do life a different way or or maybe I go too hard sometimes or do too much sometimes, but, but man, it, it does, it fires me up. It, it, it kind of ignites something in me when I get to help people or show up in a way that's real.
1: You know, I love that he is kind of talking about the experiences we've had as adults, that we've, there have been times when we were in places where we needed people to kind of reach out to us. And so out of that, um, experience of being cared for well, we kind of have a, a, an overflow to say, oh, now we know what this looks like when others are in need. But I think the interesting part is both of us come from family of origins that naturally tend to consider other people, whether it's in ministry or just in life. My dad is uh, Cajun French and there wasn't a time growing up when we didn't have company over for dinner, where we didn't go to someone's house and there was Um, I think that's my daughter in the background singing like some (laughs) Disney song or something like that. It's awesome. Uh, She's learning well too how we manage all this, but um, just kind of growing up and and seeing what it looks like to invite others into our lives. My parents did that really well. And then in my life, things kind of went awry and I couldn't do it well. And so once I got back to a place where I was healthy, it was a natural fit for Chad and I, I think it's one of the reasons we were attracted to each other that we both had this heart to kind of go, wait a minute, now that we can. Let's go back to kind of our roots of what does it look like to care for people in the community? And it really helps our bond because we love to do it. It's kind of like where we feel the most fulfilled.
0: Wow. And what I appreciate about what I just heard from both of you, what motivates you, it sounds like is doing this work of reaching people in hard places and hurting places or just struggling, which we all do is you were able to tap into your own pain times in which you've suffered. And it's like, you've done the, you've done the work. And that's why I'm so glad to have you on this podcast and to promote you as a resource to the community. I think it's one thing to be an expert in knowledge, but it's another thing to be an expert in, I would say expert, right? quotes cause I know y'all would shoot that down, <laughs> feel but, an, that way but an expert in a person who's done their process, who studied their process, who's done their work, and is able to then lend that to other people. So can you kind of just share And I see you have an idea that I want you to to share that one, but also just tell the public about some of the things you're doing in the community to be able to minister to them. I know you're created for connection classes and just whatever it is you want to share from your heart that you're doing in the community.
2: Yeah. I was just thinking when you talk about expert right now, I'm like, yeah, we both have definitely uh, messed up a lot. (laughs) We're good at that. Uh, But, but we've also kind of taken the road back. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about is like Mm. the tangible kind of like, And that's, that's the thing that I love to give people is the tangible action steps. I think so many times we get in these like theoretical models or theories of, and we kind of end up talking about like these ideas that are good, but we end up missing like, well, what does that really look like in practice? So for me, I'm somebody who loves to have like really tangible, this is the next step. This is what you do. Right. And so that's something that I think, yeah, we both have a lot of like actual application of Messing life up and kind of screwing up some things and then also coming back and saying, you know what, today we're going to do the very best we can and do the next right thing. Um, and I'll let Angela talk about the, the things that we're doing. Go ahead.
0: So I'm going to jump in before you get into that. So I just felt this experiential piece jump up in me. So I'm going to play. I, I've seen some of the scenarios that you walk with people through. So you ready for this. Yeah. You're going to play this out on air. <laughs> sure. They're like, what in the world? Man, Chad, Angela, I'm just a guy who's just broken. I am suffering in life. I feel everything I do just falls apart. All I do is disappoint people and let them down. And the only way I can ever feel good about myself is by going to some behavioral addiction, some chemical addiction. My wife is just at me and she's on me and she's tired. It's like, I've been in this with you for seven years and we just are rolling down the street and we see your nice, beautiful house and we just pull up and knock on the door. What, is, how do you meet us in that place?
1: That that actually happens on a regular <laughs> basis, that so was it's like not last like Tuesday. hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> well, it like, wasn't you, James. I'm like, Wait so it a wasn't minute. you, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing because it was probably uh, definitely 2006 that I walked into Celebrate Recoveries and ministry that the ministry that we run, and it was because my life was kind of bankrupt and and just like a mess, and and the people there cared for me well, and it was probably six months in definitely not out of the mess that I was in that the leader there said, Hey, I want you to meet somebody Mm -hmm. for coffee and share what you're going through. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not prepared. And he said, no, just be present with somebody else who's in pain. Mm -hmm. And so I feel fortunate that we had, I had leaders saying, you don't have to be the expert yet. Just share where you're at, share what you're doing now. And so very early on we, or I kind of learned um, if I have any amount of hope or any amount of progress in my story, I can share it immediately. And so I cut to the scenario you just shared. It's always fun for me to kind of sit on the couch opposite of, or sit down on the other you know, side of the coffee table with a cup of coffee and somebody pours their heart out. And I say, man, I hate that for you. And believe it or not, I know what that feels like. And they're like, no, no, you, there's no possible way. And I said, let me just take you on a journey through what God brought me through. And then they usually like jaw drop and go, okay, you do understand. So there's this part that we can meet people where they are because we've walked out of it and we can say, Hey, there's hope for you. And if you could leverage some of the hope we have, or at least borrow from us, the hope we have, because we know where you are and where we've been and where God has brought us through, we know that's possible for you too. So trust us even before you can trust. And we want to walk you kind of into this other space. So it happens all the time like that, where we kind of have to loan our hope to others in Mm. in so, in kind of a weird way. Yeah. I was
2: Mm. just uh, sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, really practically for me, it's like, well, first I just tell them, yeah, that sucks. You know? (laughs) And I'm like, And that's just me attempting to kind of understand their life right now. Like I want to get in with them and be like, okay, well, what, what does it look like and kind of show up for them in a very present way um, and kind of say, what are the needs you have? What do you, how can we help you? What can we uh, serve you with? How can we show up in a way that's real for you right now? And a lot of times it's like, yeah, my life sucks. And you have this house I'm using your scenario you gave us, but, but, I'm like, yeah, I have the nice house and I have a car and I have, you know, a, an old boat and some stuff that I like, but I'm like, it didn't happen in one day. I mean, this has been a nine or 10 year process of, of really making little changes. And so it it does, like Angela said, it, it takes time to to grow out of the dysfunction that we get stuck in, but we do want to try to do everything we can just to kind of meet them where they are. And so it's just like anybody in a traumatic experience, you want to show up and kind of say, what are your current needs? Where have you been? what's happening to you today. Right. And that's, that's what we do. And if it honestly, we've had, you know, several, I don't know, four or five people maybe now stay with us. We've had people, you know, that are, that are, that needed money or that needed a car or needed something worked on or just whatever the thing is. And it's like, we just try to do that. And I think that's another thing that, maybe me and Angela got, that's really strong from our families of origin. We're just not scared to get our hands in there and get dirty with people. Like we'll just show up. Okay. What do you, you need? Five bucks. Okay. Here's five bucks. You need 20 bucks. You're going to, maybe you'll buy drugs with it. I don't know. Maybe you won't, who knows, mm. but it's not my job to kind of come up with what they're going to do with it or try to overmanage that. It's my job just to show up and love on them in the present and in their mess. And and then that gives them the opportunity to grow into mm. what God's made them to be.
0: Wow. That's why I love this couple y'all. I'm really saying this, like, and I'm going to let them have time to talk about the creative for connection class, but I, I am, I'm going to sell them big time. You know, we have a lot of people that can be experts and talk about things, but it means something when a couple, when people can be willing to come and come alongside you and join you there. And just some of the things y'all said, just being able to be present with people in their pain and willing to share your hope and your humanity with them. That is so powerful. And be willing to first understand a person's life so you can really help them in real ways. That's huge, y'all. So, you know, and I, I am, I'm selling them. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I've been to marriage enrichment stuff. I've written my own marriage enrichment things. But this kind of ta- experiential learning that Chad and Angela do, that they bring into experiences, it is valuable. So if anyway, you, when they are able to, when we're out of this current moment we're in and you can be at a Creative for Connection class with them, you won't be sorry. You won't be sorry. It won't be easy, but you won't be sorry. It'll be worth your time and worth your money to be at that.
2: You will be affected.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) you will. We can guarantee you will be affected.
1: You know, I want to kind of come back to you saying uh, it won't be easy. Whether it's the marriage workshop or even what Chad is saying when we try to walk alongside or invite somebody into our lives so that we can help them kind of get to a different place in theirs. It's not always easy for us either. We, we work with people and then something in their body goes, I can't trust you. You don't even know me. Why are you helping? Is there, are there strings attached? So we come up against people's, um, hurt and woundedness and mistrust and have to kind of be willing to allow them to slowly change at the pace that they can change at. Because for us, there's a lot of times that I want to kind of get in there and be like, don't do this anymore and don't do this anymore. And you should change this and do this. And it's not really our jobs to tell somebody else how to live. What we have to do is meet them where they are. You know, I hear Chad saying, I'm going to, you know, give somebody 20 bucks and it's not my responsibility what he does with that $20. Um, there have been times when I come alongside someone who who's in an unhealthy relationship. And while I would like to say, hey, that would be better for you to get out of it. Maybe they're not at a place where they can yet. So what I'll say is, hey, look, I want to come alongside you and help you the best way that I can. What do you need from me? When that relationship's going sideways or when you're having a struggle with your job. And sometimes I'll say, just, just take my call or just hear my pain or just give me a hug. Or it's sometimes just the smallest little thing that doesn't mean they're going to change completely in that moment those little moments of building trust eventually get to a place where their life will start changing. And that's, it's a slow process, but it's really rewarding if you get to kind of walk somebody through it.
0: Those little moments. What I also think this podcast will be good for, and I've met other uh, like marriage enrichment people along along the way. I think this podcast is for you as well. Chad and Angela, they really have studied their process. They've both done graduate work in this area, but the greatest graduate work that they have done has been the graduate work of life. And so what I'm saying is, is, as you listen to this, please pull some pointers from them that you maybe can use in the ministry you do to whether it's in marriage enrichment, whether it's in CR, whether it's just being a human being who helps other human beings. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's just so many things you that y'all are saying. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying being <laughs> the other. In this. And by the way, Nicola is well. She's out jogging right now. We just, oh. we were setting up the equipment. We just went with it, you know, in a more excellent way. That's the way this podcast was birthed. It's just having natural conversations. And then this season, we want to meet people in the community who are doing good. That's part of KLRC's mission as well, too. Positive conversations that make a difference. And so a positive conversation started spontaneously. And I'm feeling it in my heart and in my body and I'm thankful for you too. So once again, I'm not sure if you had seen something else, but I just maybe I don't know if y'all want to hit another point on that. But yeah. we do want to make room for y'all to tell about the things you're doing in the community.
2: Well, I was gonna just go ahead. I, I mean, we probably have a lot of stories, but I just and what Angela was saying was I was thinking about like a girl that she works with a lot, and and she just consistently shows up for her, and kind of always gets really nothing. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but. She gets nothing in return, Angela. I mean, and and she keeps showing up for him. The girl kind of keeps saying, "You, I can't trust you." And it's been like five years of that. And I'm like, so so it's hard on our end, right? But it, but it's truly what what we're talking about is just being real humans with people, and and consistently being safe because what we're talking about is broken people that are hurt, and, and so it makes sense when they bite back because they've been hurt by other humans, and so we want to do our best to kind of love them and be a safe space. And when they, when they hurt and they hurt us back or they hurt themselves in certain ways, Mm. you know, being able to show up for them in the hospital or show up for them and, you know, give them money, let them park a car in our yard or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's just really, really inspiring to see her work. And I love how she does that. Yeah. So what I want to
0: do is I want to give some space and I love that story. It is a way of just doing life uh, with people and inviting them in, even when you don't get things back from them. So I do want to make space, you know, um, in this place, I'm trying to really introduce you to the community and thank you for sharing your heart. I think people through hearing this, what I hope they hear is your real humanity, that you are real people with real stories who have done the real work in life and that you're willing and not just willing, so able, you've kind of, your life revolves around this, of joining people in these kinds of places. So what are some of the ways in which you're working in the community to, to do some of the work you're doing?
1: I think for us, it started with the the easiest places for us to serve were the places where we were able to get some healing as well. So one of them is the Celebrate Recovery at the church that, um, that we attend. We're actually the ministry leaders there. And you can find us on Facebook at Celebrate Recovery at New Heights Church. We have a page there where Uh, You'll see a lot of the um, activities that we're doing. Not only in this season of social distancing, we've actually put something online for the people that we're able to serve so that we can try to maintain community. And that was something we just kind of did on the fly that we felt oh my goodness, people who are really struggling with recovery need community. I mean, they rely on meetings every week to to maintain their sobriety, to maintain uh, their health and connection to others. And and so when that was kind of taken away, we quickly jumped at an opportunity to say, wait, how can we at least develop some sort of online community where they can still connect with one another? And so um, that's one that you can find us and, and one that we continue to connect with people. And then um you've mentioned a couple times that uh, Creative for Connection is actually uh, Chad is a marriage and family therapist at, and in EFT the mall is the EFT you have talked about that before Chad um,
0: was my supervisor Yeah <laughs> yay
1: and so they have a marriage conference that's faith based that we absolutely love the materials called Creative for Connection and so we do it kind of our own style where where we just use exactly what you're saying our own experiences and um, and you can find us on Facebook if you search at Mhoff C4C. That's a way that you can get a hold of us that way, and just kind of start plugging into some of the stuff that um, that we're doing.
0: At Mhoff, I M H O F F. C4C. C.
1: Correct. C, the number 4C, right? Correct. Yep. Okay,
0: so I'm going to do this cuz I know chat would never do this, but I got to shout out my friend. <laughs> Dr. Imhoff just completed his PhD <laughs> from <laughs> the University yeah. of Arkansas. Man, just yep. gonna, I want I got to brag on my friends when they do well. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you,
2: sir. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but so definitely those are two ways in which, and, and y'all are even right now. Now this is not something that the public can come to, but you're even doing a premarital group. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, you're, you're, Chad, you've y'all have gone out to California to do some work with uh thera- with one of the leading therapists really in the United States, yeah. if not the world. Yeah. Uh, y'all have conferences that have been booked into Louisiana. So I'm, in in Colorado's a possible yeah. one. I guess I'm just saying that all is like they really are putting in the work, and I'm thankful and uh, hopefully. Um, They will be launching their own podcast soon. And I I tell you, like, I want to advertise them on this because there's so much work to be done and there's so many people to be reached. This is no time in the kingdom of God for people to feel territorial or protective. We need to promote one another because there is so much work to be done and so many people hurting. And when we find good people, we need to lift them up, encourage them and surround them. So could you tell us a little bit, maybe just a vision y'all have for your podcast?
1: Yeah. You know, um, it's a weird thing because when we started kind of doing some of the things we do, whether it was speaking at celebrate recovery, or we've gotten invited to speak at a couple other engagements and, um, even doing the creative for connections, we get the question a lot. Like, where can we get more of what you guys are doing is, do you have a podcast? Do you have YouTube? And so almost kind of just by uh, responding to the request of people, we're like, okay, well, what would it look like, like for us to consider this? Um, because we recognize that we do have just a slightly different um, experience to share than some do that we're both divorced. And that was really hard for both of us to work through the grief of our divorces. And then that we found each other when we were pursuing health and, and recognized we were on the same journey and God kind of brought us together in that. And then that we both have these um, just vulnerable and transparent tendencies to invite people into our lives in a way that some people don't. and, and, I think for us, we have this one little banter and, and can kind of mm. communicate what we do uh, to others. And so we're, you know, he, he definitely brings the expertise, Dr. Emhoff does, and I'd bring all the emotion and, and <laughs> drama. And so it's a good little uh, back and forth that we do. Um, and so we were just thinking, you know, um, if we, if God can give us some influence, we want to take advantage of that and leverage that to be able mm. to help somebody who's broken or somebody who feels hopeless or somebody who feels like they've done something in their life that, you know, it's hard to come back from that. We have come back from a whole lot and we would love to share the journey kind of getting back to good.
2: Yeah. I just thinking about that. I think that, uh, we both, uh, have a tendency to show ourselves to people. And I think that we do that in our, our creative for connection kind of conferences that we run, but we, we, everything we do, we kind of role play for people. We kind of put ourselves out there and show kind of our own fights and our own struggles and how we repair those things. And, and one day she was, Angela was just saying, Hey, that let's, let's discuss like putting this out there, whether it's like she said, YouTuber or, 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 you know, a podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, how would we do that? And then I was just thinking, well, we just be ourselves. Like we would just kind of show people how this works for us and, and kind of try to give them the, the kind of steps and, and things that we do to kind of make relationship work. And we stole, you know, I mean, it's like everybody, I guess we've stolen everything we do. <laughs> it's not like this is original to us material. But I think when you see it happen in another couple's life, when we can kind of show people um, how we go wrong, how the we get sideways. Yeah. And, and then kind of show them the repair. I think it it really kind of helps them kind of get their hands around it or their head around it or their heart around it or whatever you want to call that. If you get a chance to kind of see somebody else do it. And, and that's the biggest feedback we get too, is that, Oh my gosh, are you guys in our house? Like you guys know exactly how we fight. <laughs> like your, your role play. We had that fight last week or last night, you know? And it's like, okay, well, the, the, we are all doing this stuff. And, and so if we can open our hearts up, our homes up, our vulnerability up to other people and let them see, hey, they're not alone. I think it just gives them a way out. It kind of helps them say, oh, if they can change some of those things then we can change some of those things.
1: The premarital thing you mentioned is something else that just kind of stemmed from the work that we were doing. This idea that we help so many couples or try to invest in couples that are farther along. And and a lot of them say, man, I wish I would have had these tools before I got married. And Chad and I both have said, wow, if we knew then what we know now. And so we kind of both prayed through it and thought, what would it look like for us to kind of take on a group of premaritals and say, hey, this is the stuff that we have realized through the experience of the people we work with that is really the meat of of why couples don't stay together. And we want to Put in your tool bag how to overcome these if any of this stuff shows up in your relationship. And so even in that, our angle is a little different than than most, where most are like, here's the good things that your marriage needs to be. We definitely talk about those, but we really kind of say here are the experiences that we recognize where people weren't prepared when it went wrong, Mm. and these are the things we really want to give you tools for. And not saying they're gonna go wrong, but man, if you when they do have the right tool and know how to respond, then that's a we just feel like we have a win there that we can help a couple overcome something that they might face coming, going forward.
2: I want to jump in on that too. And just kind of say this premarital stuff that we've developed, uh, is, is really good. Uh, and I'm not trying <laughs> to, I'm good not job. trying to <laughs> brag on it, but I was like the other night we were recording one and, uh, I was like, this flows well, this makes sense. We're in the right order. We had to move one thing, but, uh, but, but it, it, it made sense the way it flows. It makes sense the way it works. And it, it it is pretty, pretty much original to, to us. Uh, and we do steal ideas or borrow ideas from EFT and, 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 you know, Ryan Reina and some other people that have kind of helped us, but man, it really has had a good impact. I think on the people that we're working with and, um, the flow of, it's really nice. We share our hearts and stories with people. And I'm just like, man, I, I we kind of did it quickly. We put it together pretty quickly, but I'm like, the application of it is is really 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 good so i'm I'm excited for us to kind of get it packaged a little bit more and tighter but
1: it makes me proud when he uh, brags about himself because he's <laughs> really good at stuff and normally is the not the talker of the two of us and so when he when he is able to say yeah i worked really hard at this and he did putting the material together i i definitely am proud of the work that we're doing there
0: and y'all both should be really and i want to even just make another promotion again seriously if you really want to try and help the, the premarital couples to set them up for success, I would say contact Chad and Angela and book them for a weekend to come in and do an intensive with you. And even right now, I know we're, you're saying all these things. That's great, James. We're in lockdown. <laughs> I'd even say they've got great equipment. They can do great webinars with you if you'd like to contact them and contract them during this time. to maybe They minister on a host of subjects. They do great talks on anxiety, shame. Uh, struggling with addictions, hurts, habits, and hangups, which we all have them. Uh, Angela's famous talk that she travels around town doing that she just did this morning, the (laughs) circle talk, just talking about what's really in our circle of responsibility and control and knowing how to accept the things that are in our circle and to how to trust the things that are outside of our circle to the care of God. So uh, definitely some awesome ways in which you can connect with them. But as in this time of the show. Y'all know what that means on this show. is the know. excellent point that admins okay. don't know, but I, they don't have to worry about. It. I think that the, the point that I'm even taking away there's there's two. Um, I'm really that's landing for me as a person that's maybe just listening as a layperson or whatever. It's just a sense of wow, there are people out there who really care about me. I just have to be willing to reach out and allow them to be a part of my lives. So it's just good hearing people like you that to know. There are people who have never met me that probably would be able to come alongside me and love me. So I'm not alone. That's one. But then I think the other point for people who are helpers, whether you're a pastor, a counselor, or you're doing some CR or some kind of you want to work in marriage enrichment. It's this part of, you know, we don't we don't change how people live. That's not our job. We don't control them. But I liked how you talked about it's this, the sense of we meet them where they are, where they are in order to help them get to where God wants them to be. That's right. I love that line. And just being willing to be present with people. And part of the way that you can be present and attuned with people is you have to be present and attuned to your own story. Uh, I think those are the excellent points I'm taking away. But I don't know if as people are listening to you now, if there's just maybe a, a, a thing or two in your heart that you just want to leave them with as they hear the Imhoff share today. I know.
2: Well, <laughs> I'll jump in real, real quick. I just want to say uh, you know, this is a uh a, a process for us too. And so we're growing and always changing and and trying to get better. So um if there's a way that we can um serve or love or or change or even podcasts we're talking about doing more of, right, that these are things we're trying to grow into. And so Uh, we don't, we don't stop and we're either, we're either getting better or we're getting worse. Kind of, um, we're not trying to stay stagnant in our lives. And so, um, the more we work, the more we do, the harder we, uh, kind of strive for excellence, the, the more we seem to show up for people and the more energy we have. I mean, that's, there's a a myth that you can like rest away, (laughs) you know, your tiredness or whatever, but I'm like, the truth is once you find your purpose and you start to function in it, man, God shows up and people show up and, and things roll and it works. So uh, I just want to encourage people to engage, engage with whatever they have around them and, and God will show up in it if uh, they ask him to.
1: Yeah. I can't add too much more to that. The idea for me, if, that there's somebody out there that's hurting or feels like, um, their life isn't where it wanted to be, wanted to be, or they wanted to, um, maybe their relationship is in, in a bad place or financially they're in a bad place or spiritually they're in a bad place. Um, I just want to say, man, I've been there and I hate that you're there. And I just want to say that there's hope because um, we have this just amazing God who I know, at least for me, in my darkest days is when I almost heard his voice the loudest because I had nothing else to listen to. Um, and he reached into my Mary clay pit and and pulled me out by people who were the hand of God in my life that were the the tangible, visible hands of Jesus that um, loved me when I felt unlovable and cared for me and invested in me when when I um, felt like I didn't deserve it. I mean, Chad a little bit ago teared up because he says, uh, I have this, um, I feel like a gift from God, this mercy that's a little bit more than most people have that I hang in there when a lot of other people would give up on a person. And, and that is solely because god didn't give up on me when i felt like everybody including god should have and so it's a little bit easier for me to kind of pay that forward and say hey if you're in a bad place please know exactly what james just said uh, you still have worth. And there is somebody out there that would love to come alongside you and walk with you and help you find your way back. It happened for Chad and I, and we would love to somehow connect you, if not to us, to someone else who can help you uh, get to a place where you can recognize the value that you have to contribute to this world. Um, and that's just get me on a soapbox about how much I value people. <laughs> I love her. She's good, man. She's good.
0: And truly, y'all, we are so thankful for the Imhoffs being willing to be here and to share those words of comfort. And Angela, thank you for sharing the hope and reaching to that person who's maybe hurting us hearing this right now. And we just pray God's peace and his comfort over you in this time in which there's so much uncertainty where it feels like with fear. But also we want to give you one thing that is for certain that God's love is real. It is true. And he still has people on this earth that can love uh, with God's love. And that you don't have to be alone. So we hope that once again, that this podcast has helped you to just think about and just have hope to go about your relationship with God and with others in a more excellent way.
1: We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at a more excel way and check out our website at a more wayrelationship.com. Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more
0: excellent way.